Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Research shows that being part of a community really helps us feel united, supported, safe and secure, and we're more apt to reach our goals. This is exactly what we had in mind when we created our Roadmap to Wellness Club. Join us now for our monthly membership group where we host weekly meetings, hosting live Q&As and content created to help you transform your health as well as monthly expert speakers. Go to transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Roadmap to Wellness Club. Hello and welcome back to the show. I am so excited for my next guest because we're going to be talking about things that I am truly, truly passionate about. I named this episode, Why Diets Don't Work. We've got a great expert coming in to help share some thoughts and ideas around with this. Suzanne? Ann Healy is a certified integrative health coach. She is a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner, and she is super passionate about helping women who are sick and tired of yo-yo dieting. Uh, We're going to be looking, she wants to look in to find the root causes so you can heal naturally. You can lose the weight without dieting without counting calories, without counting points. We're going to get dig into all those root causes. And that's what Suzanne is all about. And we're so happy to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. I am so excited to be here today. Well, you know, this is a topic that I think so many Americans can relate to, and especially women. I know, you know, when I reached the age, I think it was about 40, is when I really had to start looking at weight as being an issue. Um, I was thin my entire life, um, but all of a sudden it was like, wow, we're collecting a little extra weight here. What's going on? Um, And for so many of Americans, it's even beyond just that extra weight. Do you know what the number is of obesity here in the United States? I am honestly not sure what the number is, but there's a lot of people who are dealing with obesity and many more women who just don't feel good in their bodies because they're carrying around extra weight, men and women. I shouldn't just say women. Yeah. Right. Right. No, agreed. A hundred percent. And honestly, when we carried around that belly, that's just, um, there's signals for that. And we're going to get into that today. We're going to be talking about why the diets don't work. We're going to be talking about, you know, this extra weight we carry around the middle. That's actually a signal for other things going on with the body. And we're also going to be talking about why we don't want to use the scale as a measurement of success or progress and really give you some tips on what you do want to use as a measure of a success and progress. But before we dig in to all of that, Suzanne, I find with all my guests uh, a personal story. They didn't just get into being a health coach or a functional practitioner. There was a personal journey. And is that true for you too? Yes, it absolutely is. 
In fact, I struggled with my weight since I was about eight or nine years old. I remember at that point, like being chubby, not being like one of the skinny girls, wondered why I was different from everybody else. And it progressed. Um, even as I got older, by the time I was a teenager, I had really bad digestive symptoms. And mm. I went through a year of seeing different doctors and trying to get a diagnosis, was finally diagnosed with IBS. Wasn't much that could be done for it. It's just a name for collection of symptoms, doesn't really tell you what to do to heal from it. And um, I kind of progressed. I was a classic yo-yo dieter. I would go on a diet. I might lose some weight. And then the weight would come back on again. And I really never got to where I wanted to be. By the time I was in my mid-30s, my digestion was worse. My face was broken out with acne. I was still carrying around extra weight. My doctors are putting me on antidepressants for my stomach to try to like ease things. I was on an antibiotic for my skin and I just kept thinking, is there a connection with like what I'm eating and how I'm feeling? And that began like my search into the world of nutrition to try to get to my root causes. I, I somehow knew maybe on an intuitive level that there had to be a reason why I was dealing with these symptoms and was not able to keep the weight off long-term. That right. began my search and, and it brought me into the world of functional nutrition where I learned all about functional lab testing and that allowed me to get to my own root causes and I had some imbalances in my gut that needed to be healed. And when I was able to heal them, the weight was no longer an issue for me. My skin cleared up and I said, oh my gosh, I need to help women because I knew that dieting was not the answer. And it's really about getting to root causes and allow the body to do what it knows how to do. And that is heal and everything heals together. And what's so funny is that it's not funny, but when you share your story, you did what, what so many of us do, right? I don't feel well. I have something going on. So I go to the doctor and it's, it's pills and prescriptions that just keep getting prescribed and they're not, they're trying to treat that symptom versus trying to figure out why is that symptom happening in the first place? So as you went down your journey, you talk about functional nutrition and you really dug into food. So food was kind of the first path to true healing. Yes, you, it, right. Yes, it was. And I remember like experimenting before I like actually started to get educated. I was trying to figure things out on my own. So I would experiment right. with this way of eating. I experiment with that way of eating. And um, I got some results, but not enough to really dig into what was at the, you know, the root causes of what was going on in my digestion. Right. So you discovered, you know, functional nutrition, but along that way, you also found some testing that really helped you dig into the root causes. Can you talk about those? Yes, absolutely. So I learned about um, food sensitivity testing or food inflammation testing and that is really key for a lot of women that I work with today. But for me, it showed some foods that were contributing to inflammation in my, in my gut. And for a lot of women, 
they may not necessarily have symptoms going on in their gut, but if they're struggling with inflammatory symptoms like chronic headaches, muscle and joint pain, all of today's chronic diseases have inflammation at the root of them, heart disease, cancer, all of the autoimmune conditions, obesity, basically any condition ending in the suffix itis, you know, sinusitis, pancreatitis, colitis, all of those are inflammation. And that's why the food inflammation testing can be really helpful because it can show foods that are um, causing inflammation in your body, not because they're bad foods, but because the immune system is reacting to those foods in the gut, meaning that the gut lining needs to be healed, um, which is only one cell thick. So it's uh, the testing can kind of shine a light on foods that you might be sensitive to. You don't need to avoid, avoid them forever. What you need to do is remove them for a time, work on healing, and you can bring those foods back in. So that is one test that I use with quite often. I did it on myself, found some food sensitivities that I had, but I really needed to dive into the gut and um, do, um, I actually did a SIBO breath test on me. I had a very bad case of SIBO, which is small intestine bacterial overgrowth. And it doesn't mean that anything pathogenic is in your gut. It just means that you have some bacteria that's in the wrong place. Most of our bacteria is supposed to be in the large intestine and our colon. Mine had migrated back up into the small intestine, which I to this day believe that that was an effect of the low dose antibiotics that I was on for my skin that allowed um, bacteria to get into the wrong place. Also, when I was younger, I did not eat a healthy diet. I ate a lot of um, processed foods, a lot of sugary foods, and I believe that that wreaks some havoc on my gut too. So the SIBO testing really revealed um, the main thing that was at my root cause and that once I was able to identify that, I could work on healing. But I find that many women have imbalances in, in their gut microbiome. The bacteria can, can, you can have some dysbiosis, bacteria can, you can have overgrowth of certain bacteria. It doesn't necessarily have to be something pathogenic, although it can be for some women, but I like to use comprehensive stool testing because it can really give you a complete picture of um, you know the, the the makeup of the bacteria in your gut if something is grown out of balance if you don't have good diversity of the beneficial bacteria in your gut it can be really helpful to have that information so that's another one of the tests that I use quite often and for right. many women if well, I just throw if I could just throw one more in there um, hormones yes, for women. And then our hormones need to be balanced. And, um, you know, our hormones work together in kind of a soup dance. So we don't want too much of any of our hormones. We don't want too little. So for women who might be struggling with poor sleep, carrying extra weight that they're not able to, you know, to, to take off and be, you know, have sustainable weight loss, if they're struggling with low energy, those can all be, or low sex drive, those can all be like um, indicators that possibly hormones are out of balance. So I do a lot of hormone testing with women too, or women like with the low energy who are feeling like a lot of stress. 
Um, we know that's cortisol, and sometimes our cortisol pattern can be not balanced um, as it should be for us to feel really good in our body. So that's another test that I use quite a lot with my clients. And do you use the Dutch test for that? I use the Dutch test where I can because it gives so much great information. But I also will use salivary testing in locations that I may not be able to use a Dutch test. Yes. Got it. I love that. I love that. So these are five fantastic tests to get that really good snapshot picture of what's going on in the body. We're looking at the gut and we're looking at the hormone. Everything in the body has to be in balance. And I love that. And I love that you brought out that not only does the microbiome need to be in balance with the good bacteria and the bad bacteria, but it needs to be in the right place. You know, we want the bacteria to be in the right place track as well. Um, and sometimes that gets way overlooked by a lot of people too. So thank you yes, for talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. So when we're carrying around that excess weight in the middle, you know, because a lot of people do, what would that be a signal of for, for our many? Yeah, for many women, it can be an, um, a, a symptom of maybe having some insulin resistance, having too much insulin that's secreted. So we kind of look at blood sugar. And, and, and you do, when okay. you go to your, your doctor and have you know your annual physical lab work done, your doctor should be running blood glucose levels. It's also common for them to run hemoglobin A1C. And fasting insulin mm -hmm. can also be another really good marker to know where your levels are. But um, one of the first things like food wise is you want, and that's one thing that you really can do without um, a lot of testing is to work on balancing your blood sugar by balancing the foods that you're eating. Okay. Making sure that I actually call it, uh, it's one of the first, it's actually um, on my website if people are you know interested and want to check it out. I call it my healthy meal satisfaction formula. And it gives people an indication of how to start balancing their meals and snacks by including some good quality protein every time they eat, some good sources of healthy fat, and then some fiber uh, coming from plant foods. It can be a really good way to start uh, to balance your blood sugar if that is an issue for you. For some people, that is enough. For other people, if they're still struggling with low energy or feeling full after they eat, but not satisfied, like they need to snack in between meals, if they're having sugar cravings, then I like to take it a step further and really help people to, because we're all different and there's not one way of eating that works for everybody. So I like right. to help people to customize their macronutrient ratios, how much protein, how much fat, how much carbohydrates for their individual body. And that's something that I include in, in all of my programs when I'm working with clients, because I find that that's really, really, really helpful. And I've seen it unlock weight loss in, in women for sure. Just getting the right foods and the right combination of those foods for that person's body can, um, like I said, unlock weight loss. And sometimes you have to dive deeper, but that's the first step to start with for sure. The food. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. Have you heard, because I've heard from so many people and even in um, some of the studies that I've done, 
that we need to incorporate an or I don't know if it's equal amount, but an, an amount of live food with our cooked food, because the live food is giving us the enzymes that we need to digest the cooked food. It's when we eat our cooked food, we've cooked out all of the enzymes in there. Have you heard that as well? You know, it's important. I think so many people don't understand is that it's not just what you eat, but it's the combination of what we're packaging together when we eat too. Yes, that can definitely be helpful. And yet, like you were alluding to with the, the fresh produce, the fresh vegetables, those, the nutrients in those, they're much more than just, you know, vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, but it, it's prebiotics for to feed like beneficial bacteria in our gut. So yeah, incorporating a lot of the, you know, the raw foods as much as you can, you know, into your food choices can certainly be helpful. Right. Yeah. I love it. And this is why it's so beneficial to work with someone because sometimes it's just a matter of figuring out how to put those foods together to really unlock some secrets. Talk to us about why diets don't work long-term. You know, there's, I could go in a million directions with this, but I want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's the first thing that we think of when we want to lose weight, like, oh, I need to go on a diet, like I need to, I'm just eating too much. That's kind of what we're thinking. I'm eating too much or maybe not eating the right foods, but diets, they are very restrictive and just mm -hmm. by their nature, they're not going to be able to bring about that long-term sustainable weight loss because they are restrictive and you're depriving yourself most of the diets have lists of foods that you can eat, lists of foods that you can't eat, and that can become depriving. And a lot of people that I've seen, and this was myself too, I would try to, I was a calorie counter. Like I always counted my calories and tried to stay under a certain amount. And I would try to be like extra good and stay mm -hmm. under like my calorie count for that mm -hmm. day thinking like, okay, the weight's gonna, weight loss is going to happen sooner because that's what we're all looking for is quick weight loss. Right. And I might be okay for right. a few days, but then, oh, my energy would tank because I wasn't giving my body the nutrition that it needed. And I wouldn't feel good. Right. I'd start to have cravings for other foods. And then I'd blow my diet and that would be the end of that. So they're definitely depriving and they're restrictive. Right. And I don't see them. They, they can't possibly be sustainable because you're not going on it with the intention of staying on it forever. You're just going on the diet so that you can lose the weight. And then you're just going to go back to, you know, back to your old bad yeah. habits, maybe, or just to the, you know, the way that you ate before. And right. I find that it's so much better to like work on getting healthy, find the foods that work for you so that you can feel really great in your body, not have those cravings, reach your goals and get healthy. I really see weight loss as a side effect of getting healthy. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you can relate. We tried every fad diet, meal plan, cleanse, and exercise program out there to get rid of that unwanted belly fat. It's so frustrating trying to figure out what in the world to do. Through our training and certifications, we've learned a proven method that has completely transformed our lives. 
Not only did we lose the belly fat, but we have increased energy, we sleep better, and wow, does our hair and skin look better than ever. Join our three-day boot camp, Roadmap to Wellness Boot Camp at transformingwomenshealth.com. And that's so true. And the other thing I wanted to to talk about, and and you know, tell me what your um, experience has been too. I think diets can be um, really damaging to our emotional health. Um, you know, because we we play this guilt and shame game with ourselves when we diet. Like you said, you you restrict your calorie content. You get very, you know, focused on what you can and can't eat. And then if you happen to make that wrong choice or you get that craving or, and you do it, and then it, it's this shame game, you know, this, this thing that we do to ourselves, it's like, oh, see, I can't do this. And you, you know, and then you're off the diet um, where, and, and I, I see it over, and over again, and people don't, they, they put themselves into this position where they're like, why buy it in the world? And they've allowed that shame and guilt to take them off that healthy path, lifestyle choice. Does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely does. Did you hear does. all of that? <laughs> I heard most of it. Yeah, it, it definitely can be, you know, an emotional um let down when you, you know, you don't feel like you're making the progress that you want to make. And another thing with dieting is it kind of, it puts the body into more of a state of stress, getting us more into that sympathetic nervous system mode, the fight or flight, which is really not where weight loss happens. We really want to be in the parasympathetic state, the rest and digest where the body feels at ease Everything is in balance and the body will let the weight go as, you know, as a result of being in that rest and digest nervous system mode. So, yes, that's another reason. It's a really good point of why, you know, diets don't work because they are they 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 create more stress, not just mental, emotional, but then there can also be the physiological sources of stress, which were some of the imbalances, the underlying hidden imbalances that I was talking about with uh, that I use testing for. Right. And, 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 uh, you know, stresses inside the body are going to create that inflammation, um, you know, because we're in that constant fight or flight, you know, mode, like you were talking about. So I know so many people, for instance, I know, you know, my dad, you know, I hope he never listens to my podcast because I use him for an example of a lot of things. You know, he's counting calories and losing weight. And I always tell him, honey, dad, if that works for you, great. You know, um, I think there's other better ways, but he doesn't want to listen. And he's very in tune to the scale. Everything is in relation to that scale. And it's like, oh, why is the scale kind of like not the measurement we want to use? Yeah, that's a really good point. And I find that, and I know for me, like when I was doing the dieting and I would get on that scale every day because I wanted to get rewarded for the progress that I was making. Like I did so good yesterday. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't eat, you know, I didn't eat. I, I stayed within like parameters of my, of my diet. And then I would get on the scale and I either wouldn't have lost or I would have gained. And that was totally disheartening. But for for women, especially, I I find that men 
in many ways, they can lose weight more quickly than women. And that mm-hmm. if you're, if that's your husband, it, you being the wife, you are really frustrated about that. Like he yeah. loses weight so easy and I'm struggling and I'm not even eating as much as he he's eating and yeah. I'm not seeing the same results because we have the whole hormone balance. Not that men don't, but for women, there's a lot more um, interplay with the hormones. But yes. one of the things that I find with the scale is when you step on it, you whatever that number shining back at you, you, some women, this was me, I judged myself by that number on the scale, whether I mm. was good or whether I was bad. And that again is going to increase stress and it's going to keep you from sticking with what you're doing or it's going to keep you from getting where you want to go. And another thing about the scale is it doesn't give you, it can't tell the difference between body fat mm-hmm. that you want to lose or muscle that you want to keep or you want to increase more of, or if you're holding on to extra fluids. It has no idea which that is. So I encourage people when they want to lose weight to, there's other ways that you can measure your progress. Yes, the scale may be one of them, but that may backfire on you. So I always recommend take your measurements you know, take your measurements around your bust, mm. around your waist, around your hips. When you are starting to work on making some changes for yourself, that gives you a good starting point of where of where you're starting. And as you do start to um, lose weight, you're losing inches. So you can periodically go back and measure yourself again. Um, in fact, I'm running a 12-week um, Whole Life RX group coaching program right now. And we are in week four and all the ladies, like we started, you know, with our, we started with our starting weight, but we also started with our starting measurement. So we can track that as we're moving through the program. Right. And you can also go by how you feel in your clothes. When you start getting like a little bit of room in your pants, you know that you are on a good track. Or if you have a pair of pants that are kind of snug, that are not comfortable for you to wear, you can periodically put them on maybe once a week and you can really notice your progress that way. And it can just be so much more helpful than just getting on the scale that, you know, just Mm -hmm. like I said, it doesn't distinguish between fat and muscle. And when you're doing your measurements, trying on your clothes, you definitely can distinguish that and you can tell if you're heading in the right direction. And I also think one of the best ways to monitor your progress is to go by how you feel. How is your energy? Mm -hmm. How do you feel going through your day? Are you tired and dragging? Are you having a lot of cravings, you know, for sugar or or certain foods? That lets you know Mm -hmm. that you don't have things quite right. Like there's some adjustments that you may be need to be making. But if you're going through your day and your energy is good and, and you're feeling great and you're getting good energy from your food and you're sleeping well, that is a huge indication that you are doing some amazing things for your body and your body is letting you know that you are heading in the right direction. So I really find tuning into your body for that innate wisdom can let you know if you are on the right track. 
Right. And doesn't that feel so much better to your soul than this, you know, shame and blame and good and bad, um, you know, thing that we do to ourselves with diets, but, you know, to really tune in and listen to the body and, and what's happening with the body. I, I love that. So you already talked about on your website, you have the formula of, you know, the good fats plus the fiber and protein equal the satisfaction formula. Is that kind of your first steps um, in working with someone? That is that is my first step. Um, but I, I usually, when I'm working with my clients, I take it the step further and I really okay. help my clients figure out the right foods and the right combinations of those foods for their unique body. And then we work on fine tuning it as we're working together. So it really becomes unique and customized for that for that person. Yeah. I love that. So I know on your website, um, uh, you've got the um, satisfaction formula. So we want to make sure you guys go check that out. It's at SuzanneHealy.com and it's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-H-E-A-L-Y.com. It's scrolling on here and we will actually put the link into the show notes um, for that satisfaction formula as well is if you click on the resources in Suzanne's website, she has a beautiful guided meditation uh, for um, healing. And it is, I I did it this morning because I'm in a fast and I needed a little extra help. I'm on, I'm into 40 some hours now uh, of the fast. And it's kind of that point in my fast where I struggle. So it was so beneficial to me to do that breath work and just really concentrate and visualize that, you know, what I wanted, what health goal I was looking to achieve and, and go after, after this, this fast. So it is fantastic, and I encourage you to check that out. Um, anything else on the site that you'd like to point out for people? I also have some videos on there, um, just giving some tips for different aspects that people may be dealing with, just to give them a little bit more tidbits of things that they can work on to be reaching their goals and achieving the weight loss that they're, that they're wanting to attain. I love it. You know, I I like having these kinds of conversations because it, again, I want to open people's eyes up that sometimes, you know, things that are happening to our body are a deeper, you know, bigger picture. And we need to get into those root causes. We need to test, not guess of what's happening to our bodies. If we've been trying everything and we're not getting results, it it really is worth it to work with someone. Um, Suzanne, do you have final words? I'm going to leave the last couple minutes for you of, you know, wrapping this all up. I'm yeah, I'm so gracious that you came on and shared with us. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. What I would, I, I would kind of, um, Amy, what you were just saying about, you know, kind of tuning into the body, getting to your root causes. I want women to, and, and men too, to not give up hope, to have hope, to know that there are reasons for why you are experiencing what you're experiencing, that there is healing, that's definitely possible. A lot of people that I've worked with, when we get a symptom, you know, we get a headache, we have, you know, we don't feel good, our, you know, our, our knee hurts, or, you know, we have joint pain, we look at the symptom as being something that's wrong with us. And we're very quick, a lot of times to like, pop a pill to kind of make that symptom go away. But symptoms actually are a gift 
It's our body's way of communicating with us, letting us know that something is out of balance and know that, you know, symptoms, they do have root causes and they can be healed. I think a lot of us think that as we're aging, symptoms are normal. Everybody has them, but Mm -hmm. I see it differently. Symptoms are common but it doesn't mean that they're normal. I believe that the body is communicating with us and they can be um, kind of like your body asking you to take some steps, to find some answers, to give your body what it needs. I don't think we have to live in pain all our lives. I don't think we're supposed to get sick as we're aging. I think we're supposed to become more vibrant and be able to share what we know with other people and help them to be healthy too. Oh my goodness. I love that because, you know, it's always this, we want to age, we want to, you know, live to be a hundred, but who wants to live to be a hundred if you're confined to a wheelchair or you have ill health and no energy and you're, you don't have your mental faculties about you. I want for people to have a vibrant life, um, you know, live to that ripe old age of a hundred and beyond, but be full of energy, be full of vitality and life. And, um, you know, we work so hard our entire adult life that we want to be able to reap those rewards, um, you know, when we're post 50. And I don't know about you, Suzanne, but I also look at how do I want to leave this world? What's the legacy I want to leave behind? What am I doing to give back? What am I um, teaching? What am I giving out to the communities that I'm involved in that it's not just about me? Yes, absolutely. And when we feel good in our bodies and we have the energy to do the things that maybe we're here to do, I feel like that's what it's all about too. And helping people to get healthier. So yeah, they can do the things that they are that they are here to do. Absolutely. That's so beautiful, Amy. I love the way that you put that. Thank you. Suzanne, you have been so gracious to be here. I I love all the messages that you're giving, and I want to make sure that people check you out. Make sure you are going to SuzanneHealy.com. We're going to link that in the show notes, and we will catch this another time. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here, Amy. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator, and we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.